All right, people. Um, I don't think I've done a disclaimer in a long time, but I do have to put a disclaimer up, which I'm not putting up in the description or anything like that. I'm just going to put it up now. Uh, maybe I'll put it up in the description later on. I don't know, depending on how I feel. But um, my disclaimer here is uh, for all of you, you know, Halloween one and Halloween two and, uh, and original timeline purists out there and Rob Zombie haters in particular. This ain't for you. So if you don't like Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, please exit the motherfucking premises. I repeat, if you don't like Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, please exit the motherfucking premises. You know why I'm putting this disclaimer up? Because there will be people who will comment on this post in certain groups. There will be people who maybe even tune in. I mean, I appreciate the tune in. I appreciate y'all even showing the love, you know, taking the time out of y'all lives, out of y'all day to tune in. But there will be people that do these things who can't stand the movie. And it's like, if you don't, if, if you can't stand it, if you don't like it, then why fucking comment on it? You know, it's like it, it doesn't apply to you. So if it doesn't apply, let it fly. You know, in the words of Flavor Flav and Flavor of Love season three or whatever the fuck that was, where he was talking to that fine ass chick that he probably was smashing behind the scenes. I don't know. I ain't going to put nobody's business out there. I ain't saying no names, but I'm just saying like I, I really um, I really abide by that. If it don't apply, let it fly. Um, if you don't like Rob Zombie's Halloween or Rob Zombie's Halloween two, obviously, this is what we're doing commentary for. But if you don't like it, don't tune in. Don't comment on it. This is not for y'all. This is for the mi the minority of fans out there and you know what i stand tall i stand firm i stand proud with my rob zombies halloween 2 fans out there man 2009 first of all let's go back to 2007 for a second rob zombie stepped on the scene and i will always respect rob's if y'all don't get where i'm coming from first of all i know i'm all over the place right now um but if y'all don't get where I'm coming from, please tune into my episode called Forever Defending Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. It was the first in many episodes I was going to do where I was forever defending, you know, unpopular sequels, unpopular movies in general. Excuse me, but Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 was the first movie I did my forever defending edition on. And I explained in depth everything I love about that movie, why I feel like it deserves is 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 flowers. Um but let's go back to 20, uh, I was about to say 2017. Let's go back to 2007 for a second. Rob Zombie, I will forever have so much respect for this guy for saving the Halloween series. Yes, I did not stutter. Save the Halloween series from direct to DVD territory because that's exactly where we were headed after that shit show resurrection. Did commentary for that if y'all want to check that out. I believe it was an intoxicomentary episode because that was the only way I was going to get through that shit. But after that, goddamn abortion travesty you know we were going straight to dvd territory they were going to they were going to do they were going to pinhead this shit you know dimension films was literally going to pinhead michael myers and put such a great iconic the best slasher of all time in my opinion to dvd until rob zombie came in i think halloween resurrection was 2002 rob zombie came in in 2007 and he had to play it safe. He had to kiss the ring a little bit. He he had to play by certain rules, but he made it his movie for the for the most part. I love that in 2009 when we got Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 that he was able to take the gloves off and fully display his vision on screen as every creator, director, writer, whatever the case may be, it should be able to do. There shouldn't be a shit ton of studio involvement. Just let the creator create. That's what I always say. And this movie, man, 
it takes every liberty you can never think of it like if if you if you people think halloween 2 took liberties with uh the original halloween 2 with oh they're they're siblings in a movie that wasn't the original thing halloween 3 just was a liberty a living liberty that just no michael myers just it's going to be an anthology separate from everything in haddonfield halloween 4 took some liberties oh he's just hunting down every family member now halloween 6 took a lot of liberties man and i like how ballsy that was every movie has taken its own set of liberties but Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 is the one where he took the gloves off and said, listen, I'm going to put my stamp on this series, whether people like it or not. Of course, you want to do something that pleases the fans. And I feel like there were a lot of nods to the original Halloween 2 in this. And I'll point them out as as the movie goes along. But um, I just love this movie for it's going to stand out for better or worse um forever and i just love that rob zombie wasn't afraid to be himself he wasn't afraid to apply that the 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 rob zombie isms to the film man and he made one of the most brutal michael myers the most brutal michael myers we've ever seen on screen at that i mean before then it was Halloween 6, where we saw the most brutal Michael Myers ever on screen. Then Rob Zombie's Halloween came along, and he was he was a brute. But this one, uh, Michael's not fucking around, man. And I feel like we're going to get the best of both worlds in this new Halloween Kills movie. We're going to get a little bit of Nick Castle. Of course, we're going to get James U. Courtney, because that's the guy playing Michael Myers in the movie. But we are going to get that type of brutality that Rob Zombie's um version of michael myers played by tyler main displayed on screen and I, I i love it man i can't wait to see that um check out my halloween kills trailer reaction and trailer breakdown if y'all want to but spoiler alert people there's a lot of spoilers in there it's not like me spoiling anything like i read the script or saw the movie it's just me literally breaking it down frame by frame um both episodes seeing what i can see and just pointing out the obvious. So if you haven't watched the trailer and you don't want any spoilers, don't listen to those episodes. But if you, you know, if it, if it is what it is, then go ahead and tune in. But um, as far as this movie goes, man, you know, Rob Zombie came back to write and direct and, you know, just to finalize everything in, this, in the, in the storyline in the world that he created in the original Halloween in 2000 or the remake of Halloween in 2007. He came out with, like I said, Tyler Main plays Michael Myers. Scout Taylor Compton's in here back as Laurie Strode. Danielle Harris is back as Andy Brackett. Malcolm McDowell is a big complaint here. Uh, I, I'm not a fan. I already wasn't a big fan of how Malcolm McDowell portrayed Dr. Loomis in, in the 2007 remake, but I hate it even more in this one. That's one of my biggest complaints in the movie. And I feel like if you're going to recreate Loomis, you, you don't take the time out to make him a egotistical, chauvinistic asshole in, in, in so many different ways, man. I did not like what they did with Loomis in this movie um, to each their own. I know a lot of people love it. Brad Dorf comes back to play Sheriff Brackard, who is um Brad Dorf's one of the greatest actors of the entire Halloween franchise. The crazy thing about this is they recasted the young Michael Myers. Uh, Chase Wright Vanek is the one that plays Michael Myers in this movie. Um, it was originally played by Dave Ferch, but I think Dave had gotten too old, or Dave, sorry, he Dave Ferch had gotten too old to play Michael Myers at this point in 2009, so they casted a younger-looking kid. And there's also some other, um, you know, there's some other cast in here that horror alumni will definitely appreciate, and that's another thing people I feel like shit on Rob Zombie with. His casting is very much horror alumni, horror royalty, and he does that for the horror fans. Like, uh, you know, one one person I'll point out here is Adrian Barbeau. Adrian Barbeau's in a deleted scene uh, for either Halloween or this Halloween, too. 
where she's talking to Dr. Loomis and Adrian Barbeau is John Carpenter alumni. If, if people didn't know, you know, she's in, she's John Carpenter alumni. She's Stephen King and George A. Romero alumni. She's Wes Craven alumni. She was in, you know, the fog and, and, and creep show and swamp thing. She's horror royalty. And he knows what he's doing with this casting, man. But let me, um, let me stop talking, people. We're almost 10 minutes into this uh, into this intro. Now, this is on 2B, people, so I will be editing out the uh, the ads. And, um, yeah, I'll be editing out the ads. I'm, I'm not sure if this is the... I'm used to watching the unrated director's cut. The first time I saw this, it was the theatrical cut. But the unrated director's cut has a lot of alternate scenes and extended scenes and stuff like that. I don't think this is that. But if it is, I will definitely let people know. And that's just in case y'all tuning in, man. And y'all know if y'all are tuning in, y'all, come on, man. Y'all know y'all are the true Tudor Reviews MVP. So, that being said, people, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Let's hit the play button in 3, 2, 1... I thought Dimension Films was supposed to pop up at first. What is this? Is this even the right movie? Oh, Tubi must have changed it because they said, you know what, Weinstein? Y'all could suck a dick because that's probably what Harvey Weinstein's doing in jail right now. Fuck him. I don't care. I said what I said. Now, the white horse thing... Um. I it, it it didn't it didn't take me out of the movie, but you know it is what it is. It's 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 the weird shit that they it's a part of the weird shit they incorporate in this movie. Do you like your present? Yeah. Of course, Sherry Moon Zombie. Um, playing Deborah Myers. Now she comes back as a ghost in this movie, and she is basically the fuel that drives Michael Myers, which was really strange because they kind of. They kind of ripped off Jason Voorhees in this. Because that was always Jason's thing. You know, it was like kill for mother. Jason's trademark sound is actually kill mommy. You know, and that's the that's the voice that Betsy Palmer, you know, Mrs. Voorhees heard in her head. It was kill, 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 kill ma, ma, ma. It was kill mommy, kill for mommy, basically. And we always heard it as, you know, like it sounded like something different. I don't know. Maybe, maybe in an alternate universe, Michael and Jason were brothers. Yes. Wait, Michael was six in fifty-three. Okay. No, Michael was six in nineteen sixty-three. Jason was eleven years old in nineteen fifty-seven. I don't know. They could, they could make it make sense. And I love that we're right into it. We go from that warm, fuzzy moment with Michael and Deborah right to the sa- the Halloween 2 logo and the sound of um the sound of the ending of the original movie not the original but y'all know what I mean the remake where she shot that was a good ending though where she shoots Michael Myers point blank in the head obviously not point blank because he survived but she shoots him in the head and she starts you know the blood splashes on Laurie's face she starts screaming and then they they um integrate that with a old you know some old stock footage of michael myers holding Lori when she's a baby screaming or should i say angel myers because that originally is her name and let me just say this man i don't care what people say scout taylor compton was a great Lori strode man the trauma she displays in this movie the insanity 
the fact that the touch of evil was passed on to her in a lot of ways it was it was a nice callback to halloween 4 she's great in this movie she cries a lot she whines a lot she screams a lot but she's awesome in this movie He's like, Lori, you're on drugs, all right? Probably the shit that I got from the evidence locker and Annie gave it to you, but it's going to be all right. Damn, right off the rip. And this wasn't no cute, I'm going to stick a needle in you and that's it. Like, Lori is fucked up up in Haddonfield Memorial. Now that is uh, the nurse right there that's, you know, giving out the orders. She's like, trauma, we need this and we need this and that. That is Caroline Williams from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. She plays Stretch in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Now, again, good casting on Rob Zombie's part. She was also in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. She had a cameo and she was in Hatchet 3 as well. And uh, I think she was in Leprechaun 3. Something with her with these threes. Now we see Dr. Loomis survived. Another nod to the original where Michael didn't doesn't kill Loomis. He just, you know, he gets him out the way enough for him to do his business. Oh my god. Oh, my fingers is fucked up. Oh god, I'm saying, oh god, that's that when they that's some of the classiest gore Rob Zombie's ever done, in my opinion. Where they're cleaning up Lori's wounds and taking out the, sh not shrapnel, but just the glass and the splinters and all. She is fucked up. Oh, and just stitching her up. That's some of the classiest gore he's ever done. It's cringeworthy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, did they? Oh, God. I can't even do it. Why can't I do it? Uh, if it's one thing, y'all know, like gore and all that shit. Okay, yeah, whatever. But like the cringe, the cringy, cringy, dingy shit. Uh, it's like it, it reminds me of stuff like uh, I spit on your grave, last house on the left, hostile. They, oh god, they like the two thousands. They knew how to do those cringy, either reboots or original prop. Oh god, man, they knew how to do it. Now that is a uh, Dayton Collie who plays the one corner, and the one dude, the other dude is Richard Brack. Is it Brack or Break? He was in Doom. He was a creep ass. He's a creep in every movie. He was a creep ass dude in Doom, where he's his name was Portman, I think. He's like, I'ma need to strip search you ladies. We're under level five quarantine. Like, why is he a fucking creep in every movie? He, I know he's in another Rob Zombie movie called um, Thirty One, and he plays like the main clown that's killing people. I've never seen it. I've always wanted to, but I've never seen it. That's one for the books. See, you hear this creep ass nigga? Why would you even joke about something like that? I heard a story about a couple of meat wagon boys fucking corpses over in Essence. I ain't never had the urge to open that. 
And I hate that they do a close up on his mouth when he says it like that. Nasty son of a bitch. I just dream about it every once in a while. It's disgusting, man. He's talking about Linda's corpse, by the way. Creep ass nigga, man. It's necrophilia and it's just evil on all levels. Oh no. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? That poor cow, man. Oh, and that dude, his, his shit, oh my god, look at his jaw. His shit is just all wrapped all over the place. God damn. And you can tell he's he's got internal bleeding and he's like, oh my god, I never should have made that necrophilia joke. Shit hurts, don't it? How'd you like a hurts donut? Damn, look at my man's fucking mitt. His mitt is all busted up. You know who the driver looks like? The guy whose jaw is all, all over the place? He looks like um that actor, I can't remember his name. He was the guy that played Dr. Silberman in Terminator, but he was in that movie, The Dentist, when Corbin Burnson put that device in his mouth and he kept twisting it and twisting it to open up his mouth even more. Motherfucker looked like uh, if Beldar Conehead had a horror scene when he was in The Dentist and his mouth opened up. How many times did he say fuck? Michael's actually pissed off because he keeps using so much profanity. He's like, watch your profanity. Now, this scene, people, when I first saw this, I was like, holy shit. Badass Michael coming out of a corner van. I said, oh, no. Ha! He woke back up like, wait, I didn't die. I was just asleep. What happened? Oh. oh my god just the sound effects alone and then when they do those insert shots of the oh my god oh fuck. Now, now I'm now I sound like him fuck fuck <laughs> it's like yo I'm telling y'all man when I saw this I sat back I was in a um I kid y'all not, I was in a black leather recliner, smoking a Dutch in 2009, smoking a Dutch and drinking a beer when I first saw this movie. And when I saw this scene, I sat back and got comfortable and I said, oh, that's what we doing? We cutting, we cutting a man's head off with, with a shard of glass 
in 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 in, in before the first act is even kicked off i said oh yeah let me get comfortable let me put my seatbelt on and let's get comfy now this is where we see michael myers is um he's being driven by you know he hears his mother he sees the white horse a lot of people say unicorn and i don't know how the fuck y'all make that distinction like how y'all can't tell a unicorn from a horse is you know it's just one thing that that uh you know distinguishes one from the other how, how do y'all not you know people just people just like to hate and they're just like oh well there's a white unicorn running around and it's like no there's not there's no stick on that thing's head but you know haters gonna hate and ainers gonna ain't Now that song they were playing, I don't know what it was exactly what it's called, but they played that in the beginning of Tim Burton's Dark Shadows when the girl um is on the train and they play that song in the background. Octavia Spencer and Caroline Williams in the same scene. That's awesome. She's like, listen, um, I've got to go see Chop Top and Leatherface, so uh, hold the fort down. Octavia Spencer gets it bad in this movie, and she's becoming she's becoming quite the horror alumni. She was in this. She was in uh, Ma, which she will always be Ma for me. This was kind of sad, though, seeing Daniel Harris's uh, character Annie with the tube in her mouth, and she's all scarred up because... Um, You know, if you don't remember, she's um, she was all scarred up. Michael cut her the fuck up and just left her there on the floor. Smashed a pumpkin on her boyfriend's head. She's like, listen, she she can't hear shit you saying, honey. It's like, come on, I get you a soda. I ain't Jimmy from the original one. Remember, he was supposed to get Lori a coke, and he never did it. Now, I feel like Octavia Spencer was a nice nod to, um, oh, I can't remember the actress's name. Mrs. Alves. I know she played Mrs. Alves in uh, Halloween 2. Yeah, I know. It's just it's just a black nurse, but it's like Mrs. Alves was pretty mean in a lot of ways, but this nurse was very nice. It's a nice little parallel. I always say it. That's my theory. I don't care. I'm going to say a lot of theories and I'm going to take a lot of liberties on this uh, commentary, people. So just, you know, be prepared. You still playing that damn song? Nurse, I need something for my head. Ugh. She's looking at Lori like, listen, um, there's blood pouring from my face but I, I'm not sure but <laughs> right yes woman you've been stabbed <laughs> it's like so what did Michael just slice her on the face but there look there's, there's no excuse for this you are not that terrified from a cut on the face now I probably would have been in shock like this motherfucker didn't slice my face up but I'm not falling all over the floor and like come on man and you black stop <laughs> 
This is easily um probably the most arguably the most brutal kill in the entire Halloween franchise. At least until Halloween Kills comes out. Whew. He just lifted her up. She knew it was coming. Oh, God. And the way that it's cut, like, the, the way that this is edited, you, you get the idea, man. Oh, God damn it. Michael, Michael, come on, man. Jason probably would have walked up to Michael like, yo, for real, bro? Like, yo, we, we, don't, we don't do all that, though. <laughs> it's like, ooh. You don't even have to see it. You can hear it. This chick's eyes are stabbed out. Like, god damn. But this explains what Halloween 2, the original, didn't. Where are all the staff? Where are all the patients? Michael killed everybody. I don't know if they're going to show it in this version. Oh, that shot. I always say that was a parallel shot too, um, or moment, because for her to lose all that blood and just be bloodied, I feel like that was a nod to Mrs. Alves being bled out with the IV. I don't know. I'm just I'm going out on limbs, people. I'm going out on limbs. Now they're playing this one note music, this this stalk sequence music, but they could have played the damn. They could have played it and remixed it or excuse me, they could have remixed it or something. I like that shot of Michael walking down the steps. And I like the close-up shot of his feet too. Okay, people, this is the theatrical cut. I can confirm. Um, because in the in the unrated direct excuse me, the unrated director's cut, Lori, um she Oof. Michael just punched through it. He just ripped through it. But in the unrated director's cut, Lori she falls, she sees a pit of bodies. Literally a pit of bodies. And Mike she sees Michael has murdered everyone in the hospital and put them in a pit. And she's like crawling across the gate to uh, not fall into the pit of bodies. And it's a really crazy scene. So yes, people, we are watching the theatrical cut. I bet you if she would have screamed Avon, somebody would have came to the door a lot faster than they did. And not to mention, Scout Tiller Compton went through the ringer. Like, she really had a boot on her hand, and then she had her shit bandaged up. They, they put her through the ringer physically. I like it, man. Now, did we see this at this point? Have we seen Michael, like, full jumpsuit and mask in the rain before? I'm, 
I'm trying to think if we have. I think maybe maybe a little bit in um Halloween six where he snaps that guy's neck in half and his spine is like peeking through it when he's coming after Jamie, but we didn't get a chance to really see it in full. Like we get full on Michael with pouring rain, the mask, the hair is drooping down. Looks badass, man. Now this motherfucker Richard Ryle I think his name is He He dies in everything I feel like He died in Hatchet and Victor Crowley Wait so you got killed by Tyler Maines, Michael Myers And Kane Hodder's Victor Crowley When he got killed in the, in the first Hatchet movie He cut the He cut that motherfucker's He cut his upper torso in half And just tossed it all over the place Funny thing is, he didn't die in Texas Chainsaw 3D. Okay, and I promise I'll be back in just a second. Probably because he got the fuck up out of that film because he knew it was trash. I'll be back with some McDonald's. You want sweet and sour with your chicken nuggets? Now, I feel like Buddy, again, I'm taking liberties here. I feel like Buddy was a nod to Mr. Garrett. Yet another guard who is fucking completely useless that Michael kills. Instead of a hammer to the head, this time it's an axe to the back. Parallels, man. Trying to tell y'all. I pay attention to shit. It's either, it's one of two things, y'all. It's either I pay attention to shit. Or I read too much into it. It's a fine line, right? Clearly, everybody is listening to the same song in the hospital, on their TVs. Like, damn. Least drink the coffee. Fuck. He's like, God damn it, it was a rental, and I just got this fucking job. <laughs> he's in disbelief while he's dying. And Michael's breaking him down. Like, he's, he's, ugh. Yo, this is, I'm, I'm telling y'all, mark my words. We are going to get something along the lines of this type of Michael in Halloween Kills. Y'all, y'all got the game fucked up. We gonna get that. We gonna get the boogeyman. Sure. We gonna get the boogeyman. But we are going to get this brutality along the lines of something. The mask looks badass in that shot right there. That looks fucking amazing. That looks amazing because the hair is hanging down longer on one side than the other side. I love that shot. Michael's like, I hate this damn song. Let me just bust my way up in here.
Michael is tearing it. That shit's like a little ass tent compared to him. He tearing that shit up. And for the people that complain about, you know, I'll say it in a second. Ooh, love how he jumped through there like that. That's awesome. Ugh. Bracket didn't run in the room like, who's up in here? Who hurt you, baby? You all right? But for those that complain, oh, Michael's grunting, full on grunting. First and foremost, he did that in the original movie. So all the purists out there, y'all can fact check that shit. He grunted more than a couple times in the movie. He grunted when he killed Annie. He grunted a little bit when he killed Bob. Hardly, but whatever. He grunted when he killed Annie. He grunted after Loomis shot him and Loomis ran up on him when he was standing up in his face like, yeah, bro, I survived in bullets. He grunted in the first movie. So cut it out, man. Y'all got to stop. Y'all got to stop nitpicking, man. It's a completely different thing. And I know I might sound like I'm fanboying off of this, but I'm not. I just, I appreciate the craft. I appreciate what was put forth in here. Yes, Dad. I hear her every night. Please, God, don't say anything to her. Brad Dorf and Danielle Harris, who are fucking amazing. I think I'm going to get me one of them sticky buns on the way in. Oh, that's great. Pastry for breakfast. Seriously, 500 calories of sugar and shit. Watch your mouth, young lady. Good morning. Hey, slow your roll for one second, please. Do not forget to pick up the pizza. And I know that's right. I could go for some pizza right now. I could go for pizza at any time of the day, honestly. Put it on cardboard. I mean, cardboard's got a lot of fiber. And it's cheap. No meat. These motherfuckers keep hitting me up about my extended warranty. I don't even have a car. Like, what's wrong with these people? God. Just when I think I can get back to something as simple as sleep, it's like... Well, yeah, you're a Myers. You're fucking nuts. I love how Annie looks at her in that part right there. Guess I know what I'll be yakking about in therapy today. One day at a time, babe. One day at a time. Now. Yeah, this is obviously the theatrical cut because in the unrated director's cut, they get into a big ass fight at the at the at the table when she says that she's like, well, fuck my therapist. She just judges me like she's fucking God. And then she's like, oh, my God, Lori, I hear you. It's her job to be your therapist. And she's like, Annie, you don't fucking care. And they get into this big ass argument. That's one of the things that I do like that. The director's cut displayed was a dysfunctional relate like how dysfunctional things have gotten between Lori and Annie. It was really realistic. And this people, rest in peace, uh shout out is uh Margot Kidder playing her therapist from of course Amityville Horror. Superman for all you comic book fans out there. But Amityville Horror, again, another horror royalty person. I mean he's a actress, but he's living in your mind and surely missed heart and your emotions. 
And um, I think Margot Kidder was also in Black Christmas, the original Black Christmas in, uh, what was that, 74 that movie came out? Let's ch- let's check let's let's check because there will be somebody listening to the commentary like oh well, you're fucking wrong. I really missed it. Yeah, rest in peace. She passed away in twenty eighteen. Yep, she was in all the Superman movies. Yep, she was in Amityville Horror in seventy nine. One year after Halloween, actually, and she was in Black Christmas, which was in seventy four. See, I know what I be. Come on, man. Sometimes, people. I know what I'm talking about sometimes. Can we just talk about something else, please? Right. Please. All right. Yeah, stop provoking her, man. Damn. The natives are getting restless. You were supposed to be here 45 minutes ago. God, I can't fucking stand Loomis in this movie, man. He is just such a pompous prick. As my people say, I know every one of these journalists personally. They're cool. Trust me, they are cool. Now, I think this is Nancy Birdsong. I, I, I want to say... Did you just mention journalists cool and I want to say that's the actress. ...without throwing up? Yes, why is that a problem? That's just quite an oxymoron, my dear. Oh, shut up. Can you just level with me? Is there going to be... And I, I'm guessing she's his publicist, and he just insults the fuck out of her every chance he gets. Just insulting and com- complaining, just. I mean, this is old Loomis. This is new. Old Loomis increases sales by 25%. First of all, that black trench coat, peacoat, whatever the fuck it is, ain't got nothing on Donald Pleasance's final gray trench coat, peacoat in Halloween 6. So you need to you need to get it together, bro. Sorry, sorry, I'll go find you some. Two percent. Two percent. Fuck, man, he gets on my damn nerves. Well, the princess of punctuality is a little late. It's Bria Grant that plays uh, Maya. I love Maya in this movie. She is one of the most underrated characters in this entire movie because she's kind of like Laurie has found pretty much a new Annie and Linda. Like, let's keep it real. She's found a new blonde haired friend and a new brunette haired friend. But Maya is one of the most underrated characters in this whole fucking movie because she has Laurie's best interest. This country has been under the military industrial complexes. <laughs> She's like, bruh. You're really interested, I know. I love like how decorative their store is, man. I love it. It reminds me of like Spencer's, mixed with Hot Topic, mixed with like one of those thrift stores you find on South Street that you just can't stay away from. One of those, and it reminds me a little bit of Tower Records. Now that's Angela Trimber, who plays Harley. She, uh, the only thing I really remember her from off the rip is uh, Final Girls. Final Girls when they when they entered the the movie realm with the serial killer, she was like one of the camp counselors. Sure. 
Now you could tell what she went through. These friends suit her right now. They suit her for the now because she's like loose and wants to have fun and escape everything. You know what I'm saying? I get it. He's like, no, Michael, I'm not fucking around. Like, she was hit by a Guinness truck. So it was the drink that killed her on some Miss Doubtfire shit. No, that really was the Miss Doubtfire joke that I, I, it went past me as a kid. Where, where Robin Williams was like, no, it was the drink that killed him. And Sally Field was like, oh, he was an alcoholic. And Miss Doubtfire said, no, he was hit by a Guinness truck. So it was quite literally the drink that killed him. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I just my humor is a little dark. That's a great one to do commentary for. I should put that on the list as Miss Doubtfire. It's just awful, and I was very nearly a victim myself. I'm not a. God damn, Mrs. Doubt. I might do that tonight, man. Authorities haven't been able to produce a body. Do you think Michael's alive or dead? Illumis is like, well, hold the fuck up, man. No, nobody told me you were asking these kind of questions, man. All right. Let me make things nice and sparkling clear. Michael Myers is fucking dead. Now, do you bring? Watch your mouth, dog. Want me to spell it out for you? D E A D. All right, John Lithgow. Remember, John Lithgow was in the Twilight Zone. He's like, that's D I E die. Relax, man. He got he got real offended. People were questioning the ending of his book. <laughs> he said he said sparkling clear. He wanted people to know. But I love that I as weird as it is, and as much as I don't like to see Michael unmasked, there's something about these shots of him just trekking through these these fields, making his way back to Haddonfield to do his trick-or-treating is something about these shots man because you can barely see his face in these shots you see his nose and the you know halloween is coming you have to get ready we are counting on you to bring us home this year i won't let you down i know you won't baby because if you do i'll fucking kill you Now that's yo, that's Mark Boone Jr. who's either always getting fucked up in his movies or he's always dying. Same thing with um uh oh 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 oh, 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 oh Dwayne Whitaker. Dwayne Whitaker was in uh from Dustal Dawn 2, Texas Blood Money. And Mark Boone Jr. was in not only John Carpenter's Vampires, where the motherfucker got split in half, but he was also in 30 Days a Night, where he got his head crushed in. I actually love this character in 30 Days a Night. And he was also in uh, Too Fast, Too Furious. He, he he had the um, Cole Hauser's character put the, put the rat on his stomach and put the bucket over top of it. Big as he is dumb, man. Look at that. He's about seven foot of fuck hard. Huh? I'm 
I'm talking to you, shit heel. You stupid fucker. See, it's all it's all fun and games, right? Now this chick Betsy Rue, that that uh that plays the sister slash daughter, she was in. I, I swear to God, I, we about to check it out. But I swear, I'm looking at her, and she was the chick that was in my bloody Valentine 3D, which I think either came out around the same time as this movie or after. She was the girl that was um, she was fucking Todd Farmer. Um, funny enough, the writer of My Bloody Valentine 3D. They had a sex scene, and she has a complete. She is fully nude throughout her chase sequence and death sequence in that movie. So for those of you that went to the theater, I mean, I don't like that movie, My Bloody Valentine 3D. But for those of you that went to the theater to see it, if you want to see it, up oh, it's party time. Michael, when Michael put that mask on, it's over. Yeah, you didn't. But Mike ain't trying to hear all that shit now. Hey. God damn. When you hit that motherfucker over his head with a crowbar and he don't budge. Mm. And he pushed him down on the antlers that were on the hood. Like, fuck, man. Mm. Show. Tyler Maine got a mean swing with that knife, man. What's that, a Bowie knife? That was a nice little quick shot. Jesus, man. Oof. Jesus, man. And Michael's like, yeah, what what you say? Now that was fucked up. Now, you know what's crazy? Why do we respond differently when animals are killed than when humans are killed? Why does that always happen? And who the fuck, listen, let me tell y'all something, man. I don't, you know, disclaimer, another disclaimer. Who the fuck puts pineapple on pizza? Stop it. Stop, man. Stop fucking doing it. Fucking pineapple on pizza. I'm not eating that shit. I eat pineapple slices by itself. Put that shit on the and he misses the barn. This was really a tough scene to watch where Michael just blatantly eats this dog. 
um, which was finally a nod to Halloween one. It was um clearly a nod to Halloween one where uh, Sheriff Bracken and Dr. Loomis go into the Myers house in that one scene and they're like, What is that? And he's like, It looks like a dog And Loomis is like, He got hungry and Bracken tells him he's like, Yeah, it could have been a skunk. Man wouldn't do that and Loomis says, This isn't a man. Michael ate that fucking dog, but they didn't show it. We did not see it. It was all psychological. But Rob Zombie said, fuck that, man. I'm going to show y'all that this man eats something or other. It's like, ew, you smell like vomit. Now, there was a scene in the director's cut where Lori and Annie do have more of a moment where she's like, I'm sorry I was such a bitch earlier. And Michael's looking up like, yeah, man, that dog must have ate an edible because I'm high as fuck. I'm seeing snow, my mother dressed in black instead of white, pumpkin-headed motherfuckers. Like, it's all types of stuff going on. Where have you been? I've been waiting. What do you mean? I'm a ghost, no, Michael. The fuck? Anymore. Put me on a time My frame. Time here is over. You're here now. Michael, you know I'm not really here. I want to show you something. Alright. This is a very weird scene. As much as I like Rob Zombie, this shit was... Now, I know it was very much, um... You know, there's liter literal pumpkin-headed people and... I found it. I found Boo. But, you know, Halloween's in the fall and pumpkins and shit, but it's snowing. Like, th this was... This was just Rob Zombie just going crazy at this point. This was a very strange scene, but... My baby. She's like, no, Michael, because you weren't the original actor in the film. Oh, shit. She's got a fucking poster of Charles Manson in the back of her, uh, behind her bed. Those still shots remind me of Halloween 4. At least until Michael started walking towards the... Uh... Now, you know, the crazy thing is, when I first saw this movie, I did not know that that was the boarded-up Myers house that they were in front of. Dr. Loomis and his publicist and the interviewer. You ain't fucking. So what you so hyped for? My dear. This is disgusting. I did not agree to this backdrop. I mean, what's next? Heading over to the cemetery and dancing on the victim's graves? <sighs> Look, I don't think you quite understand what I'm trying to accomplish here. Well, fair enough. I don't. Please explain it to me. I would She's got so many valid points. I'm selling 
sizzle, not the steak. The sizzle? Yes. He ain't nothing but his motherfucking character from Milk Money, Walter. I'm going to the sop, whatever that is. Bad taste, the petrol that drives the American dream. Oh, I think it's a mistake. Oh, yeah, you do, do you? Yes. It's another good one to do commentary for. Do y'all remember Milk Money with uh, Malcolm McDowell, Melanie Griffith, Ed Harris? <laughs> it's like Malcolm McDowell played the pimp, <laughs> the disgruntled pimp, Walter. <laughs> God damn. It's good stuff, man. Surprised when Lori didn't turn that radio on, she didn't hear uh these eyes. Oh. Same fucking song that they've been excuse me, that they've been playing throughout this old movie. And I love you. Damn, her knuckles are fucked up. Or is that candy corn or those scars? Get some knuckles are fucked up. Now this is this is clearly some H4 shit because Michael touched her. Before she shot him in the face, in the, in or shot him in the head in uh, the last movie, and she's having these these fucking crazy visions, man. She's envisioning herself murdering Annie, her best friend. You know, regardless of whether she's friends with Maya and Harley, she's Annie is her heart, man. That's her best friend, and she's just having visions of murdering this girl. This is insane, and it's a flashback to when Dake Fairch killed William Forsythe in the in the first movie during that first act. And they sync it up pretty well. They they re they reenact it pretty well is what I meant to say. Ooh. Oh god. Oh no. Oh no. I'm telling y'all, that's something I could never do. Like if I, I'm no actor, you know. I'm more so. I would rather, much rather, be a behind the scenes guy. I would try acting though, but that whole laying in a coffin shit, I, whoo, that is morbid. It's very morbid. I mean, well, yeah, you're you're saying it for him, you crazy motherfucker. But crazy is good, though. We like some crazy. This shot right here, I love it. Michael Myers just trekking through that field like that, and the way that it's—I don't know if it's like a drone or a helicopter shot. I love that. And I love that Sheriff Brackett is watching this interview, and he's just like. I feel like you're gonna say something, bruh. Keep your mouth shut. Look at Brad Dorf's face, man. Read the book, as they say. Well, weren't you horrified when the news broke that Michael's body went missing? No, not really. It's more wasted taxpayers' money due to police incompetence. I mean, how you can lose a body, you know, transporting it from A to B. You better ask the sheriff's department that one. <laughs> and and yo and brackets looking at him like all right motherfucker like because i know you what did he tell him in that original movie he said i feel like you have made quite the monster 
off the blood of this town because monsters sell books. You know what I'm saying? And the way Brad Dorf was looking at that TV screen, you knew it had to be some type of confrontation amongst the two. It had to be. Love it. Jeff Daniel Phillips. He was also in um Jeff Daniel Phillips, the one that plays Howard. He was in a uh, uh, Lords of Salem. I think he was the one that had a thing for Sherry Moon Zombie. <laughs> Sit your ass down somewhere, bro. You, you way too excited, man. It's Daniel Robot who plays um uh, Lou, the fucking. He had some. De- he had a lot of deleted or a, a a few. Don't don't let me say a lot and lie to y'all. But he had one or two deleted scenes from the original Halloween where he was talking to Deborah Myers. Uh, uh, he's the owner of or the manager of um the uh, Rabbit and Red Lounge, which is something I love that they incorporated in the first and second movie, um, because we see um, matches in the car with Dr. Loomis and Marion Chambers. And we see matches when Dr. Loomis finds Michael's, you know, uh, institution gown. We see the rabbit in red lounge on those matches. So to see that be the strip club in the Rob Zombie movies, it just goes to show that he pays attention to small detail, man. I, I love that. And that was Sylvia Jeffries, the one that the one that plays Misty, who is just completely naked throughout this entire movie. Well, not the entire movie, but it's like, uh oh, here we go. It's one of my favorite scenes, yo. Straight up, it's one of my favorite moments in the movie. The boss don't like your bums hanging out back here. Ruth runs with the dumpsters. So get a move on. Promise y'all nothing happened. Just drop the cold one, so I'ma just not get that one because it's all shooken up, and I'ma just take the other one. Don't give me no reason. Don't give me no reason. Now we can clearly see Michael Myers' face in here. That's Tyler Maine. Motherfucker, we seen X-Men. We know what Sabretooth looks like, and I can understand why people would be upset with that shot right there and the other shots. I get it. Michael's like, what's what you made of, bruh? What's up? Do something. <laughs> He's like, listen, man. Trust me. I need to know what you know. Filthy, dirty hippie. You don't want me doing that. Ain't no way you gonna test that guy. Ooh. He almost broke his goddamn wrist. <laughs> and Michael's choke slamming everybody and a mom in this movie. Ooh, he. He ch- uh, he choke slammed him so hard that this motherfucker threw up. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh my god, I should not have fucked with you, should I? Because you are standing over top of me. <laughs> oh, oh, god, damn! Oh no! Fuck! Oh, that's one. Oh man. 
fucking stopped his face at. And I love how the younger Michael Myers standing next to Deborah puts the mask on because when they, whenever Michael puts the mask on in this movie, you know it's fucking party time. It's party time. It's time to start trick or treating. I love the way the mask looks in that lighting. And that red lighting is very, very Halloween, too. You see Michael's mask and a lot of red lighting in, in the original Halloween, too. You can't hate on that. What you gonna do with that Saturday night special, bruh? He said, I've been to Nam. I've been a Nam, man, but I never got choke slammed. <laughs> it's like <laughs> he got choke slammed, and her stupid ass ran into the wall, ass naked. Oh, look at Harold's face. She's like, "Yo, is that a Mr. Potato Head or what?" Oh, oh my God! God, yo. We are going to get that Michael in Halloween Kills. Trust me. Hell, and look at the way the bow is sticking out. All of, oh, no, no, mm-mm. <laughs> they thought it was a game. They thought it was a game. No. Harold Skull's crushed in. Your shit's hanging on by a thread. Michael's like, yep, let me finish the job. Bitch. <laughs> Ooh. Now this this is a nice callback to when he killed Pamela Susan Shoop in Halloween 2. Instead of dipping her face into a hydrotherapy pool, scolding her to death, he's slamming her face into a mirror over and over and over. Parallels, man, I'm trying to tell y'all. I make sense of things. Oof. God. Alright, that's that's enough, dog. Damn. She was already dead. That's a good shot. The half mask on. And that open close. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Y'all know what day it is. But I love that. Um, Can I see the bank? In the beginning, it like in, in the 2007 Halloween remake. Oh, that's a cute piggy. But in the. in the I, I just had a moment, people, I know. But in the 2007 Halloween remake. Um. Michael Myers' mask had certain stitching around, or not stitching, but just damage around a certain area. So when she ripped that part of the mask off, it's like, oh, did you have that intended the entire time? Because it just so happened that where he had the damage at was where she ripped it off. And his face is exposed. See, Brad Dorf, he's like, yep. He's like, you don't fucked up. He's like, you don't put the fucking R.L. Stein, Alvin Schwartz reference in your book and you told me you wouldn't do it. Now we gotta make a Scary Stories and Goosebumps sequel. Hello? Hey, Princess. Hey, Dad. What's up? Listen, is, uh, is, is Lori around? I, I, I'd like to talk to her. No, she left before I got up. Why, what's up? Well, um, could you do me a favor? Could you find her and then call me when you do? Why? What's going on? Uh, I, 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 sweetie, I gotta tell you about that later. Could you just, just 
do me that favor, please? Everything okay? Everything is fine. I just need to talk to her, sweetie, okay? Fuck, bro, don't you know it's a Me Too movement? Yeah. You're asking her if she's a real right. redhead. Right. right. Uh, all around. Ah, thank you. Can you make it out to, uh, sorry, I'm a little nervous, Chet. Big deep breath. Thanks. Chet Johns. No, no, actually, you know what? Chet, the bringer of death. It's like, all right, bro, you, do, you, 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 come on, man, you're doing too much. But no, I'm, I'm not going to lie. You see how jaded he is where he's just like, all right, well, what are, what are we making it out to? I would be honored to meet any and everybody that tunes into the podcast or if like if everybody was tuned into the podcast and I just so happened to write a book or if people came to like a live podcast and show for Tudor Reviews, I would love it, man. Like there are a lot of people who are assholes to their fans and, you know, to the people that just take a strong liking to them. And I, and I hate that, man, because it's like you can't forget about the people that got you to the point that you're at now, man. I, I really hate that shit. You don't recognize her? Um, why, should I? Should I? Uh, did she get choked to death in the original movie? Look at her. She's beautiful. Yeah, clearly that's that's Linda's father. Um, That is an actual picture of Kristen Klebe. Linda. Not, I can't remember this actor's name, but he was in something recently that I just saw. Well, he didn't butcher her. He just choked her to death. You kill her. No, I didn't kill her. You kill her. All right, everyone. Just calm down. It's all right. You butchered my baby. Back up. It's all right. You butchered my baby. I'm going to get you, Loomis, sir. I swear to get your hands off. Get your goddamn hands off. This guy was selling it, man. Calm down. All right, I'm fine. And Loomis ducked right down. <laughs> I'm surprised Loomis didn't push his publicist in the way like, hey, stand in the way. <laughs> it's like that motherfucker's about to blow his head off. But the gun wasn't loaded apparently, so whatever. Must be the life, man. Sitting in the back of a limo and just sipping some brown. I mean, do please feel free to voice your opinion. Off the record, yes. Yes, actually, I think this book crosses quite a few lines. Yep. These are people's lives you're toying with. Yep. There's going to be serious repercussions. Yep. And she is not lying. She may be one of the most underrated characters as well. She makes a lot of sense in everything she says. Oh, Lori. She's like, fuck, I could have got this book free at the Troll Book Fair. <laughs> it's like, she, that's what she's pissed off about. She paid $15.99 for that book. She could have got it free. For the free ski.
find you. Yeah, I bet he was. Tell me you didn't know, please. Tell me you didn't know. what? Fuck it. I mean, Daddy's little princess knows all, right? What are you talking about? Hey, stop. <laughs> calm down. Look at me. What is going on? Let me just call my dad, okay? We can talk to him. You know what? I have a message for your dad. Tell him that Angel says fuck you. Who is Angel? Lori. She's like, Lori was in a fucking live action road rage movie just now. I'm like, damn. She ain't seen him. It's a movie with Russell Crowe. Unhinged? Yo, if y'all have not seen Unhinged, I guarantee you it'll make you think differently about driving on the road for life. It's a crazy ass fucking movie, yo. Now head over to my place, and if she kicks you out, you just sit outside with a shotgun on your lap, alright? Yes. I forgot what that actor was from too. The guy that was like, "Oh, boss, she's not gonna like that." First of all, stop knocking like you, the police. Look, um, can I crush you, please? Yeah. Okay. Those are good uh, friends. It's just like, yeah, okay. Nah, I don't need no explanations. Breaking me the fuck out. It's like, okay, um, she's like, <laughs> love and hip hop has a script to it. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe it. That was her information she found out. Fucking sick, huh? I'm a chick dressing up as a dude who wants to be a chick. Now, she's supposed to be like the Tim Curry character from a, a Rocky Horror Picture Show or some shit. I, yo, believe it or not, I've never seen Rocky Horror Picture Show before, people. I've never seen it. And I know there's a lot of people out there that are just like, what? Oh my god! Who are you then? Bitch, I'm me! And I'm me! And I'm me! She's like, look at this. Look at the price of this fucking book that I just bought. Hardback copy. Maybe it's a mistake. It's not. Holy shit, dude. Now this is the dude that was actually uh, First of all that's weird how Yankovic But that's the guy that's on uh, The Talking Dead uh, Every time they do the AMC uh, It's available somewhere Disrespectful ass host What is this motherfucker's name? Let me check He called him Mr. Weird now you've been criticized and in some circles, I gotta say, outright accused of profiteering off the misery of others. I mean, how do you even respond to that criticism? Well, you know, I, I think that's completely unfounded. I, uh, I always get permission when I do the parody. <laughs> wow, sorry. Chris Hardwick is his name. He's the one that does the Talking Dead episodes after the Walking Dead episode is over. <laughs> Actually, I take but Weird Al Yankovic is like... Sides. I might say that I've endured quite a lot of misery of my own in order to tell this story. 
Yeah, well, everyone feels real bad for you, except I have never, ever been so humiliated in all my no, life. Fantastic. Trust me. Nonsense. No. Good night. Thank, thank you. you. I love. I don't know if that was scripted, but I love that they both said thank you at the same time before it it, it cut right to Michael. You know, walking more and more and more towards Haddonfield, man. There's so many so many small moments I love in this fucking movie, man. It, it makes no sense at all. Trick or treat. Probably. Can we be friends? Maybe. <laughs> Michael's looking at him like, you know, kid, you remind me a lot of me when I was a kid. <laughs> and he's like, bye. <laughs> These kids don't know no better. Now, don't let it be that this is a thing. Rob Zombies, Michael Myers don't do that. But Tyler, uh, not Tyler Maine, fuck. Uh, James U. Courtney's Michael Myers kills kids. He killed a motherfucking kid in the 2018 movie. I think that we should stay back, you know? I mean, what do you need in the mellow night? Right. Yeah, definitely. We can just watch TV or something. Shut yeah, up. Like, order some food. Figure all this shit out. I, I love Maya's character. She's like, yeah, let's hang back and order some food. And we don't have to party. Oh, God. I, I love a recluse. I love a homebody. You ain't that drunk. She, they're like, Lori, we gave you a non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> it's like, you need to cut it out. Peer pressure. See what peer? See how peer pressure gets you? Peer pressure will get you at the Tower Farm party and get your ass murdered on Halloween night. Yeah, I think she is supposed to be Tim Curry's character. This is very much, uh, you know, I mentioned the Tower Farm Party, but this is very much Halloween uh, 5. And it looks like Halloween 5. The, 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 the cinematography looks like Halloween 5 because there was a lot of, well, there was a lot of blue in Halloween 4. There was a lot of orange in Halloween 5. So this takes me there. She drinking everything. Lori just trying to get fucked up. And look at the ugly ass Wolfman character talking to um talking to Harley. Oh, is she twerking in the background? What? 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 They was twerking in that fuck. Andy, are you seriously planning on standing She was twerking in the background. I'm sorry. She had tattoos all over her titties and shit. Oh my goodness. My goodness. Don't make a federal case out of it. Turn off the goddamn gumballs. The gumballs. Look, titties all, titties, titties all out everywhere. I don't know if those are fake or the blonde hair, the chick with the short blonde hair. I don't know if they're fake or what. Hers are real. And she's got her nipples pierced. Amen. At least I didn't do this on a Sunday, so I don't want anybody to judge my fucking life when I just said amen. But you were. 
You are a chick though, right? Just step. Why don't you put your hands down my pants and thumbs out, Wolfman? This what? No, but seriously, you have a vagina. Ow! You're so cute. You're just dressed up in all this Wolfman prosthetic makeup. I must be this fucked up to sleep with anything. The shag and wagon. My interior is literally the shag from Dead Dogs. Ha! Yo, she was trying to get slayed. You see how she slammed those doors closed? <laughs> that was not funny. I like his Wolfman makeup, though. Yeah, really love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get a good, I get a good amount. Hey, you know, you know he don't get no pussy. Oh my god! Oh my god! He said Gianova do the trick. She made her titties jump. Jesus Christ! That's a talent. Now, Harley wasn't having it. She's like, listen, man, um, I'm tired of talking, bro. She want the D. She want that Wolfman D. And I love how she keeps pushing him off of her. <laughs> but then she'll let him get on top of her. Ooh, you nasty, nasty woman. I mean, I get what he's saying. He's like, listen, let me take a piss before I bust your ass in my shagging wagon. But she was like, who said I wasn't into the water sports? A little golden shower. Like, what? You nasty, nasty girl. I ain't into that, though. I'm just... Ooh. God damn. Michael... Yeah, that's a wrap. Michael put that shit through him and into the tree. That's over. But yeah, she wanted him to... She is super freak. Super freak. She's super freaky. Oh, shit. Very strange for them to cut this scene the way they did with uh, Maya and Lori just having the time of their lives while um... God damn, what's this fucking character saying? Harley is getting choked to death. Very much in Annie fashion from the first movie. You can hear her bones crack in her neck. So much so. Loomis is like, well, let me see if it was a good episode or not. Yankovic better sit the fuck down. Yeah, should be. You shouldn't have tried to exploit it, man. Piece of shit. 
Now, how many of y'all have had this moment at a party where it's just like, Maya, hello. I'm fucked up. I need to find everybody I came here with. I mean, honestly, I'm not. I'm never that desperate to find people. Uh, well, when I used to go to parties, I would just make my own way. I'll make my own way. Whether I got to stumble, fall over, whatever. I don't want to be through the, walking through the party like Maya. Where are y'all? Oh my God, I'm helpless. What do you want from me? What these bitches want from us? Oh. Jesus. And Lori, uh, Maya walks up like, Lori, Lori, you're embarrassing me. You're embarrassing me. Let's let's get the fuck up out of here. I'll never be welcome back into this party again. Now she want to be playing around. It's like, why wasn't you playing around in, 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 in there when you was freaking out having a hallucinogenic acid trip? They know their home girl. Now here we have um as far as the series goes, ineffective sheriff number what? Or ineffective cop number what? Hello. Hey sweetie. Seriously, Dad, please stop calling. Okay. <laughs> he's he's like, oh, okay, I'm I'm sorry. He's like uh, she's like, Dad, you've called seventeen times within the last five minutes. Like, cut it out. We're okay. We've got ineffective cop number 12 in the you. series. I love you too. Oh, so sad. It makes the it makes what happens next so much sadder. He just thinks it's okay. He thinks it's safe out there, I guess. Oh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. My God. My Lord. That really was, um... That really was a nod to Halloween too, when when Michael Myers just swiftly came behind Bud and strangled him outside the hydrotherapy pool. Like the way he killed that uh, officer Andy, like that was that's fucking amazing. Oh, that's one of the best shot where she slams that mirror door closed, and Michael Myers is standing right there. All of a sudden, that is one of the best shots in the franchise. Hands down. Hands fucking down. I don't care what nobody's saying. Now, I, I know that they wanted to, like, make it dramatic. But it was a very strange decision for them to make this time around. Slow motion and off screen and stuff like that. I mean, they did that, they did that with the other one when he encountered Annie. But goddamn... They sold it this time around. 
fuck? Yeah, it happens. I'm not gonna lie to y'all, man. I don't know if I said this before, but my incense is making my motherfucking eyes hurt really bad, yo. Really bad. Annie? She's like, Annie, um, either you doing some serious redecorating, or you just got fucked up up in here. That's, ooh, that shot of Michael. It's badass with the hoodie on. It's like the Grim Reaper, man. Oh my God. She butt naked and bloodied. It's all bad. She like Maya, Maya, Maya. I need you to get some panties and or, or a towel or something to put over this little girl. <laughs> she almost slipped. I wonder was that in the script. This is the second time Andy done got sliced the fuck up, man. Cause they did that in the first movie and she ended up surviving. So I guess Michael was like, "Listen, I'm gonna do it in a way this time where she's not going to survive." But it made for a much sadder sequence. You know, because when when Lori found her in 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 the re, in the first movie, the remake, she's like, "Yeah, oh my god, oh my god, I'm gonna call help, I'm gonna call help." But then it's like she's got Maya calling help now, but she's the one cradling the dying Annie. Like it's 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 a nice change in dynamic right now, but they don't get to do much with it, obviously. Ooh, oh my god, you should treat her like a lady, Michael. You stop it. Oh, God. Michael. Come on, Michael. Oh, Michael. No, I'm not leaving you. No, I'm not leaving you. I'm gonna put you down. No, I'm gonna put you down. No. 
Your auntie's gonna smell this on my clothes and kill me. Sheriff Brackett, I just got a 911 phone call. So did you dispatch? Yes, sir, I did. Now, if I'm not mistaken, that's Tyler Maine, the chick with the Princess Leia hairstyle. That's Tyler Maine's wife. Is that Tyler Maine's wife? I'm, I want to say that's Tyler Maine's wife. She's like, no, baby, I know you're bleeding all over the place, but you can't leave me because I do it's, it's a whole bunch of boo-boo gaga shit. Nah, nope. Not this time. He said, not this time, Indy. I follow you on many adventures. <laughs> not this time. Nope. It's not happening. Yeah, she gone, man. She's gone, yo. Michael, Michael put it in a way where it's like, and you know what? I feel like there will be a death or two. There will be a death or two in the series um, or in, in Halloween Kills that we're going to get just like this, where it emotionally reson resonates. And you don't get a lot of that emotional factor in the Halloween series. You don't get that. When these characters die, they die. And you're wondering, oh, my God, who's going to survive or who's who's Michael going to kill next type of thing? You don't get the emotional stakes of everything. So people need to give Rob Zombie a lot more fucking credit than they do, man. They really do. Plus, that's something a lot of fucking uh, slasher franchises don't focus on. Emotional stakes of, you know, the impact of how these deaths affect people, man. She's like, Maya, you still got your glasses on your chin? That walk is vicious. Michael got that Bowie knife. Uh oh, that's a beautiful... One of the most beautiful shots in this entire movie is where Lori's running through the woods right there, and that all that light is just peeking through all of that woods. But um, I love it. But that's one of the moments where you play that damn, damn the shape stalks theme. Where is she? You don't want to go in there, Sheriff. He's like, Sheriff, Sheriff, what I just say, bro? really rough scene it's a really rough scene cause Sheriff Brackett um, he walked up on his daughter the first time and she was still alive and he's like Annie don't move I got you and then this time there was nothing he could do to save her so, I, I, and I love the fact that two of his deputies have to pick him up and drag him out of the house. That's how hurt Sheriff Brackett is. That's how much of a... You know what? I, I don't know if we're going to get that. Because we haven't seen anything of Sheriff Brackett in... Um, actual Sheriff Brackett. I'm talking about um, Charles Cyphers from the first two Halloween movies. We haven't seen anything from him in the new trailers. So, I'm hoping we get something at least remotely close to the emotional stakes and the intense stakes of the way that this character was portrayed by Brad Dorf. I know everybody does their acting differently, but it's like, listen, man, 
you have to acknowledge the fact that Michael Myers murdered your daughter in cold blood and you know because we don't have Halloween too we don't have that moment of you let him out we don't have that moment we have to have a moment like that in Halloween Kills if he's in there you know if he's in Halloween Ends then cool but come on man something's got to give man I I love movies where we acknowledge the deaths of these characters I had a script I was going to write where it was focused like literally the person I'm I'm not even going to give it away but the person that was you know the the one that was like oh my god I'm grieving the person that was grieving over the death of their loved one was the one that turned into the killer and hunted that killer down you know what I'm saying like it, it was it was insane Damn, I need to get back to that now that I think about it. He's like, hey, I'm Roach from People Under Stairs. I got me a prosthetic tongue. He's like, I was in Idle Hands. I know, that's Sean Whalen, people, um, for the uninitiated. Michael Myers ate his Wheaties. That motherfucker's lifting up a car. And Michael Myers looking like, I busted the horn. I didn't mean to do that. I didn't know the mechanics of vehicles worked that way. Some of the most important text messages come in when it's either the fucking climax of the movie that I'm doing commentary for or when I start and it's like, like, God damn, man. <sighs> fucking hell. Chief, we got another body up on Evil Road. We got a witness. She saw a large man carrying a girl away from a crash. State police believe the perp is barricaded inside of a shack just north of the crash site. Okay. Want me to handle it? He like, motherfucker, did you just lose a daughter? Well, sit your stupid ass down then. Yes, sir. And let me handle it. You had my back on it. Repeat after me. I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. 
It's a very different shot for a Halloween movie. Helicopters and Michael Myers is looking around like he's looking at his mom like, "What the fuck going on, huh?" Loomis is getting drunk. They should have put on current event so Dr. Loomis could have had more of an urgency. Like, remember, uh, what was it, current event where it came on like, <laughs> they should have did that. He said, police believed to be deceased serial killer Michael Myers. It's like, wait, this is all wrong. He's like, Michael Myers is not fucking dead. He is not D-E-A-D. Tell me we got a shot, kid. No, I can't get a clean shot. In the shack! They're surrounded! There's no escape! Come out! Put your hands up! Fucking time. Truth. No sniper has a clean shot. Hey, hey, hey! Get this vehicle out of here, sir! Get back in the car! Get That's when that motherfucker went straight up Charles Lee Ray on his ass. He had to let it rock. Like, bitch, stop playing with me, man. Loomis is running off like, I'm a bird. <laughs> He's like, I'm a bird. I'm a plane. <laughs> He's got his hands completely out. I love how Loomis was running towards the shack like, I'm a bird. <laughs> Check me out. Oh, I love this music when he walks in. He's like, Michael. <laughs> He's like, shit is fucked up. <laughs> she need to come with me, man. And Michael's looking at him like, bro, it's a new day. I'm a new different. I'm a new level of crazy, man. Don't play around with me, man. Mm -mm. Nope. 
Michael looking at his mom like he said a word you gave me the word mom I can kill this nigga yep it's time it's about to get dark man it gets real dark in this theatrical cut people that bowie knife Ooh. Ooh. oh oh my god oh shit oh Oh no. Oh god. Fuck. God damn. Now you know what the fact that they killed Dr. Loomis in this version. I don't mind the fact that he was not going to be in Halloween 3D. The one that was supposed to be directed by Patrick Lussier and uh, written by Todd Farmer. I don't mind that he wasn't going to be in there. Because I didn't miss Malcolm McDowell. But the fact that Sheriff Brackett, spoiler alert, died in that Halloween 3D script was bullshit but it did take up right after this movie and they had like it, it was almost like a you know michael and laurie going on a um like a road trip from hell type of thing you know laurie was in the institution she had friends that were like the script was just so weird i have to go back and watch it but it was a really fucking strange script man for halloween 3d that they were going to follow up with after this and no disrespect to uh, Todd Farmer and Patrick Lucier, but I feel like they were not the people. Ooh, that shit stuck in his neck. She's like, oh my god, brother. Brother. Brother, where'd you get this mask from? Michael looking like, you don't love me, motherfucker. He like, I should kill your ass right now, but I can't muster up the energy to do it. Ugh. I don't think Michael was going to kill her. He probably meant to give that knife to her. God damn, that's a big ass knife. Another parallel. Halloween 2 literally is the Halloween movie where Michael used the smallest knife and tool possible. That little ass scalpel throughout the entire Haddonfield Memorial Hospital massacre. This one, they said, listen, we're not using no punk ass scalpel. We're going to use the biggest knife we could find. Oh my God, she's fucking him up with it. I know I'm making all types of points, people. Hopefully, they made sense. Ooh. Ooh. Stop. It's all, all right. No, I, I get it, though. Because Lori... Lori's been through enough, man. She's been through enough, bruh. You got SWAT local police state troopers surrounding the place is she about to walk out like you know what fuck it happy halloween bitches i like this ending way better than um even though it's batshit crazy i like this ending way better than um the director's cut the unrated director's cut because that's when michael screams die and all of that other stuff but brackets like Lori can fit that mask? That mask is damn near gray now. 
But Lori, yeah, she lost her goddamn mind. This is the proper ending. She lost her motherfucking mind. Yes. This is the ending. No diss to Rob Zombie for his unrated director's cut, but this is the ending. Lori got the Myers fluid. Anyway, sign off. <laughs> sign off. I'm not going. But no, I, I love <laughs> the Halloween soundtrack. is amazing. And I love that they slowed it down. The uh, Lori's theme, I think this is called. I love that they slowed it down. It's awesome. Proper, man. And Lori's like, oh my god. Not only am I in an insane asylum, but I, got, I get to see you motherfuckers too. The horse and my mom. Damn, like, I just can't catch a break. I just got rid of my brother. And even the horse is like, Lori, Lori, listen, don't start snoring. Listen, don't be boring. <laughs> it's like the fucking, the horse is even in on it, man. It's like, yo, I love this fucking movie, man. So listen, <laughs> let me take my glasses off, man. If there was any... <laughs> If there was any confusion, people, um, this movie is definitely in my top five Halloween entries of all time. If you don't believe me, there's an early episode. Uh, oh, my God. One of the first episodes I did that's super cringeworthy that I did when I first started the podcast where I'm talking about my top five Halloween movies. And of course, Halloween one is in there. Halloween two is in there. Halloween four is in there. Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, but I'm always torn between, with that fifth spot, I'm always torn between Halloween 6 and 2018. Um, 2018 has the better writing. Um, Halloween 6 just got the better shit up in there. And that's what it is, but, um, you know, however, this movie is a 9 out of 10. What keeps it from a 10 is that, okay, Michael Myers was not the, excuse me, the epitome of the boogeyman. And I understand it for what Rob Zombie was trying to do, but I still want to be scared. Like, I can be around a killer that's brutalizing everything and just putting emphasis on the fact that, uh, shout out to Wayne Toth for the special makeup effects. But I can be around those, that, that type of Michael Myers that's just straight up brutal, but I want to be scared. I want to be terrified a little bit because that's originally what I set out with this character to, um, to do. But, um,. You know, it, 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 it's 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 really crazy, man. And, you know, I just I give it a nine out of ten. I'm not going to you know, I'm not going to um, not going to, uh, you know, take away from that or anything like that. I, I don't know why the fuck uh, Tubi is starting a um, Tubi starts his own shit, apparently. And they're starting. I spin on your grave, the 2010 remake or whatever the case it is. And I'm not doing commentary for that because I don't like rape scenes in movies and I don't want to have to sit through it. Um, bad enough, I think I did that with the uh, original Rob Zombie's Halloween commentary. Uh, not, yeah, the 2007 commentary, which y'all can check out um, if y'all want to. But 
Yeah, I'm gonna just let this rock out because I this is not what I signed up for, people. Oh no, this is I spit on your grave too, which was equally as bad uh as far as like what she did to those guys, but it was well deserved. But um yeah, people, before we start jumping into other movies and all of that type of shit, y'all already know where to go, man. And if y'all don't, y'all can follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, and Podbean. Shout out to Anchor. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Romero Tudor. Shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs, and shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Horror Virus. And last but not least, shout out to the Tudor reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there, man. I hope the people that um are actually fans of Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 uh, enjoyed this commentary, man, because we are definitely far and few in between, man. But I, I appreciate every last one of you guys that appreciate this movie as much as I do. I feel like I didn't really get a chance to geek out um, as much as I wanted to with this movie. But, you know, if you guys want that. As far as like me taking notes and really delving into things and, you know, um, mapping things out, you guys can check out my Forever Defending Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 episode. Like I said, there's an episode where I talk about it. I just felt as though the need to do commentary for it today, man. But um, y'all already know, man, the love and support y'all show me. I show it back to y'all tenfold and then some. So with that being said, people, yours truly, Romero Tudor, another episode of Tudor Reviews in the can. I'll check y'all on the next one.